0: My
1: name is
2: Tim. and hi, my name is John,
1: my name is Roseanne,
2: and we are Desire for Holiness. We are three young Catholics ready to share with you our desire to be holy through our stories, our imperfections, and our love for Christ.
1: In the end, you don't have to be perfect to be a masterpiece.
0: God works through our brokenness and puts the pieces back together more beautifully than we could ever do ourselves.
2: And don't forget to subscribe and hit the post notification bell so you can keep up to date with all our new episodes. Hope you all enjoy. God bless. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Desire for Holiness. Whether you listen to this for the first time, if this is your first time listening to this, or if you've listened to it before, like you when know, to welcome you back and we have a super, super exciting episode for you guys today. So today we're going to be talking about evangelizing to the youth with a good friend of ours, the vocations directress of the Salesian Sisters. She has so much energy and a plenty of wisdom to share with you guys. So everyone, please welcome Sister Cora.
0: Welcome, Sister. Hi, Sister. Thank you
3: very much.
2: Thank you for joining us. This is such an honor for all of us. Um, And yeah, we just can't wait to hear what you have to say today about evangelizing to the youth. But before we do that, uh, we just have some We like to do our cook fire question segment, just so the viewers get to know you a little bit more. Uh, So yeah, so we're gonna start off with our first question. So what or who is your favorite saint?
3: (laughs) Oh, my favorite saint is St. John Bosco. We call him Don Bosco, meaning Father Bosco, because um, um, I was thrilled to see young people uh, making progress in their life with this simple trick that he taught the kids. He said, run, jump, play, but never sin. And so that becomes my question. Why can you be a holy person by just running, jumping, and meaning to say, you can do anything you want without committing sin. And that that became a challenge for me. How can I entertain young people so that they will be put, put, they will be put in the impossibility of committing sin. So that's one part only of the life of Don Bosco. He has many ways of winning souls just to bring them to God. His devotion to Mary. I'll talk about that later. Devotion to Mary, his love for the church, a loyalty to the Holy Father, and sacramental, sacramental preparation for young people. So I like him because he's down to earth and he was able to produce saints. Yeah. We have a teenage saint, Dominic Savio. And among the sisters, we have a blessed Laura Vicuña. And in our congregation, the spirituality of Don Bosco that he coined and presented to us by just becoming simple and just becoming true, just be cheerful. Actually, that's the real core of of the um, medicine for holiness is be cheerful. And young people are attracted to happy sisters and uh, happiness that is not you know like invented it's just normal because Mm -hmm. young people are very easy to see what is authentic and what is like copied so Mm -hmm. I'm attracted to Don Bosco he's down to earth he had sufferings too but his life started with a dream
1: Mm -hmm.
3: when he saw in his dream at the age of nine that where uh, boys were swearing, and then suddenly he desired to to fight to to defend what is right that cursing and telling lies and fighting they are not good and so a lady mm-hmm. appeared, and the lady said, "You have to be strong to be humble, and uh, take all the necessary means to win these boys not by force but by gentleness." No, those boys turned into wild animals. And he said, whoa, what happened? And then this majestic guy said, what you will see in them, you will do it to young people. So those wild animals changed into lambs. And he cried at the age of nine. That's the dream. And he said, I don't know what to do with this. Why is this happening to me? And then the guy, majestic guy, of course, that's Jesus, he said to him. I'll give you a teacher. You cannot do this alone. I'll give you a teacher. And there appeared a shepherdess, which we interpret as Mary. If you be close to her, she will teach you how to make these young people, these wild animals change into lambs. And so she approached the lady. The lady approached him and he said, who are you? I don't know you. I am the woman whom your mother greets three times a day. You know, the Angelus? Yeah. The and then the lady said, John, you have to do this. And then John said, I cannot understand. And then later on, when this dream was repeated, the lady put her foot down on the ground and said, this is your field. This mm-hmm. is field of work. Today in Turin, if you go to Turin, there's a basilica there of Mary Help of Christians. And that is the place where Don Bosco started the project of Boys, having boys gathered together, changing them into leaders, changing them into solutions. In his Thank class you. of 50, 45 became priests. Oh, wow. Oh, that's the most cool. Um, cool. Because that's awesome. Because the environment there is like they're talking always of holiness, not to be a priest, but just to be holy. And mm-hmm. so when the young people saw Don Bosco changing, you know, like um, very hard and lacking discipline, you know, kids that are lacking discipline, change into meek meek, because he presented not the food that is normal, but the food of the spirit. So these boys just bite them totally because they trust Don Bosco. And now the congregation is one of the largest congregation among priests Mm -hmm. and sisters, we are the largest congregation. Not that we are the best, but because, we do our best, <laughs> but that just because there's so many young people, we, we don't even do as much. So that kind of attraction really like pulled my heart. And I read his, his life in 24 volumes, mm-hmm. not in one, wow. city, but like chapter by chapter and chapter, because there's so many stories about Don Bosco. so yeah. because he is a model for young people, naturally. If I want to become like him, I have to this his life. So he becomes my favorite saint. And there are also other saints that I like, you know, like a portion of this, a portion. But generally, my life has changed because he is there. So I became a Salishian sister because <laughs> I will use your gifts to change the world. So wow. my wow. gift is, uh, you know, my gift is to talk.
1: Mm
3: -hmm. my gift is to entertain not to entertain because I am an entertainer on the stage but my my entertainment is full of a message that is uplifting I did Mm -hmm. not just copy this for the same, now I can say I am not young anymore, I can say that we market holiness
1: Mm -hmm. market
3: holiness and holiness which is this is our gift to the church. My vocation has a meaning because I market holiness. And holiness in simple term is joy. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. The, the reading. So today, the, the joy of the Lord is my strength. That's the reading. The first reading today. The joy of the Lord is my strength. So it's very simple. So the the simpler, the, the presentation is easy to, but try to live joy during the day. It's hard. It's mm-hmm. hard it it's is to say, mm-hmm. but to be joy, not by saying, ha ha, but keeping uh, at peace, normal. And without a, a, a joy that is like, today you are 100%, tomorrow you are 10%. No, just normal. Mm-hmm. And young people like that when you are normal when you are sad be sad when you're happy be happy but inside you you are contented
1: right. so
3: I like Don Bosco because of his message <laughs> <laughs> no, that
2: was good that was That's I mean like he, that was yes. so good Saint,
1: yeah St. Saint
2: John, Saint John Bosco yeah. like I mean that was a very very complete answer I love that like yeah, yeah. he had lots of we, stories
3: really he, he he likes tricks you know People yeah. the kids who oh, say he's magician. a stunt man, he is a magician, uh, he is a, not not magician uh, like uh, you know <laughs> like but, but he uses all these tricks to entertain young people so that wow. their time will mm-hmm. not be spent in if he lives today, he will entertain them after midnight so that young people will not visit sites that are dangerous. Oh true. Mm-hmm. He is so
2: cool, man. Uh, mm-hmm. Because our
3: enemy here is the devil. That's yeah. why we don't stop doing good. The devil no. is also working, you know. He does mm-hmm. a good mm-hmm. job by enticing people, mm-hmm. not only young people, but everyone will take care of young people. So,
2: mm-hmm. anyway exactly. Tell me if I speak. No, it's different. okay. This is okay. Because like we learned <laughs> yeah, a lot about John Bosco. Yeah. Like he's he's honestly like he's honestly he's like a superhero. I think. I I think he sounds like a superhero. Yes. Cool. He's done a lot yeah. of cool things, right? But yes, this is the
3: In the the guardian of of the galaxy of young people.
2: Oh, yeah. There we go. There we go. There we go. There we go. I love this. This brings us to our our next question. Yeah. If if you were to have a superpower, like, if you could have a superpower, what would it be?
3: If I have a superpower, you know, this was asked before. And uh, (laughs) and, uh, I'm very imaginative. I coined a name. I'm a super band-aid girl. I remember this. (laughs) Ah, you were the one I told you. A super band-aid girl because I am not promoting band-aid, okay? (laughs) But uh, if I have power, I can multiply my presences so that I can hover around the world and see who are the young people that cry, that are in pain, that are wounded, that are calling for help. So, if I am there, so I have superpower, I will fly and I will have a magic band aid that will heal them. That will maybe my band aid is called joy because they lack joy. Maybe my band aid will be forgiveness if they need to be forgiven. So, my band aid is to heal, to fix, and to strengthen and to empower. So, I'm a super band aid girl with a cake. (laughs) With the costume, mm. uh, I don't have yet the design, but you know you can. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, that's okay. okay <laughs> so, that. but the idea of band aid is um is a temporary kind of thing. You know when you mm-hmm. put band aid, it's not does not heal totally. It's just mm-hmm. like a first aid. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. later mm-hmm. on, because I cannot do everything, I'll give them to another superpower. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's true. Give them another superpower, not to the Black Widow, but to the Mary. Mary was a widow, right? Oh, I'll I'll, I'll <laughs> present them to another superpower, not with a uh, not Thor, but maybe Saint Joseph. Instead of that hammer, he will use his staff. So oh, nice. <laughs> I <laughs> was a good, was a
1: good comparison. <laughs> And then anyway, the
3: Captain America, maybe it could be St. John Bosco with a, with a thing that, you know, like, present, prevents people from being hit, you know. I can change Aww. women into warriors.
0: Yes, ma'am There we
1: go. Okay.
3: There we go. Avengers. That's
1: it. The
2: Avengers. So <laughs>
3: super Band Aid girl. Super Band The only what one mean? with that title.
2: I mean, that's a very—it's a very unique name. I don't think I've ever heard anything like that before. but yeah. I, mean, I think that's that's perfect. Maybe I mean, that's
3: Johnson great. Johnson and Johnson will be happy with me because I'm using the word <laughs> Band Aid. It's a yeah, registered maybe. trademark. Oh
2: yeah, it's it like, a registered trademark. Yeah,
3: <laughs> it is a thing that young people understand. Yeah. There we yeah. go. You know, like even the kid, kindergarten kid can understand what is a bandit mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah. There
2: we go. Cool. 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 man, (laughs) that's actually so awesome. (laughs) That is so awesome. (laughs) Okay, okay. So yeah, thanks for like letting us know a little bit more about you, Sister Cora. But now I just want to open up the floor and like, if you want to share um, anything about your faith journey, how you got to where you are, um, just so the viewers can get to know you a
3: little bit more. Okay, so I am Sister Cora. I came from the Philippines. I'm from a a, not real tiny in an island of Panay, Iloilo. But I didn't grow up there. My parent, my father was looking for a job and he got the the idea of going to Negros Occidental. So my family transferred to Negros Occidental and we landed in, we settled in Victoria's Negros Occidental where there is a sugar central sugar company, Victoria's milling company and lo and behold the solutions are there. You know, the Mm Salishian sisters, the Mm Salishian fathers. There's a Don Bosco Technical Institute for boys. And there are the sisters. They have a Holy Rosary kindergarten. So when I arrived there, when we arrived there, well, I was a normal kid. Nobody noticed me because, you know, like you're just an ordinary kid. So our house, our house was like uh, behind the sister's convent, not immediately uh, after the convent. But going home, I have to pass by their house at the back. And I hear sounds, music, laughter of kids playing in the playground. So I was interested. And before, we don't have these gadgets that we hold on to, to entertain ourselves. So I was, I went there and I sneaked in and I said, What are you doing here? So they are they were having a Sunday school. So I was like 10, 12 years old, 10, 11, 12 years old, and I said, what can I do to do that so you have to have formation you can become a catechist but before that maybe you can join a group there's a group called children of mary group and it's like a sodality like a legion of mary and the sisters were holding that this is for girls the boys are with the school they are in Bosco school so i said oh, maybe i can join because after school what will you do at home you know I do my chores and then I ask my parents if I can join. So that was my background. I have a support group wherein we meet, there's a sister in charge of us. And we discuss about um, having, uh, cultivating virtues that is good for teenagers like purity, obedience, uh, um, kindness, availability, courage, all those things. So we talk about that. And then there's an invitation to be a catechist. To be a catechist, you must have formation. So when I was born, uh, the Second Vatican Council just finished, just closed. And so the Vatican documents were fresh like bread. So the priests were ready to give that to us. And so the 16 documents were presented. And I thought everybody knows about it. So I attended regularly. And, you know, I can say that my background in catechesis was strong because the priests treated us like, Like we were in the university, you know, everybody doing it was like, so that's when, that's when I realized I, I devour, I devour knowledge about theology because that, I think God knows that I'm thirsty for this because there was really nothing. (laughs) There was really nothing inside. So the moment the ground is open and fertile the largest in, So that is my reflection now that I have gone through that. So with catechesis I took all that. I didn't understand everything but when I became, when I finished high school and I, and, and I was already an aspirant, theology was there regularly given. So I enjoyed doing it. I enjoyed Reading it, and I was reading. There was a magazine be- before called Lo Salvatore Romano. That's the newspaper of the Vatican. Now it's all it's all digital. Okay. I remember that that comes to us regularly when I was a novice, and I would read uh, cover to cover. I read cover to cover because maybe the Lord prepares me for my work today. Now we must understand that what is happening to us is always in view of what we will become. So my training is, I became a teacher. And in between that, I was given like materials for my own growth. So um, I also studied religion. I, I have a diploma in religion when I had my undergrad. And then when I became a sister, I don't know, they sent me to Rome to study. They send me to Rome to study. So that also like fed my, fed the fire of knowledge and catechesis. So my area is catechesis, spirituality, and theology. So um, I enjoy doing it. And of course, it's not only filling myself in. So my training also is how to, how to cut all that. Into bits and pieces in order to present it, you know, like you have the Mm -hmm. ingredients. How do you have a recipe for this and for that? So, in my own, in my own creative way, as a as a person uh, with gifts, with gifts as a teacher, I was able to compact like recipes for young people to make this into bit, uh, bite size lessons to young people. So that is my catechesis background, and then during my early years, I noticed also that. I have the knack in teaching. I love because I'm creative as a person. How did I know that? I just I just invent creatively. Like for example, you have to entertain the young people. So what will I do? What did I do? I use the Bible stories and make like skits. You know yeah. like and then with yeah. skits you give you give the parts to the different kids and uh, and then you cannot entertain kids without music so I learned how to sing. Uh, I know how to sing and the teacher yeah. and the sister taught me how to play the piano even though I'm not really a concert pianist but I can accompany <laughs> And when I was in college I was looking at classmates who pr- learned to play the guitar. They, they play the guitar. I said that's that's easy. So I memorized where there f- f- hands and fingers. And when I arrived in the convent, I drew a guitar because we don't have a guitar. And I put the fret, we don't have Google yet, fret. And I practice playing five chords. C, D, E, A, F, you know, C, D, F, G, A, B, C. So I learned five chords. And because music is already in our mind, you know, that music is already built in. And there's the beat in us. You cannot Mm -hmm. invent that. When the music starts, you just move with the beat. So then you put the songs and then you entertain people. So I use my gifts. How do I know that I have gifts? People praise me. Oh, that's good. Oh, you can do that. I'm not the best, but I know that when I do it, I do do my best. So how to entertain, how to teach, and also how to let people be uh, like enter into prayer. So then I have the joy of seeing young people enjoy prayer. and So that made me reflect, I can do many things with young people. And you know what? I was happy. When I go home, I'm tired, but happy. Mm -hmm. I compare like, okay, I do this, I'm not happy. But when I am with young people and I see them and I hear them say, that was nice. Can we come back? Oh, it's like a drug to me. So I get high. (laughs) You know, like when people praise you, not all the time, and some people also are jealous of me, but because I don't, my character doesn't really uh, wallow in, oh, I'm like this, I'm like that. No. Mm -hmm. And by the way, my background also is like, my family is poor, but they're very, it's like positive environment. Mm -hmm. We love each other. We help each other. We tease each other too. So my survival (laughs) skills, (laughs) <laughs> because I have brothers, four brothers. You know, when you are teased by brothers, yeah. you become strong. So I played with them and they challenged me. You you shouldn't cry because boys don't cry. Am I a boy? You are trained as a boy. <laughs> so my survival skills is like I'm not easy to be put down. So I like stand up. So the family, mm-hmm. the family journey is also important in yeah. my training. Mm-hmm. Be, to be a sister. So um, I'm always surrounded by uh, like positive people. Mm-hmm. And my training also in religious life is to be normal and to stand up when things are sad. I feel lonely too, you know, like when you are tired. But the, now the answer for loneliness is really fill yourself with something that will fill you up. So, prayer. Is my answer to loneliness because I don't have mm-hmm. a family. I am I don't have a special someone. I don't have all this. But even married people are lonely, even though they live together. Mm-hmm. Loneliness is part of um part of life that tells you this is not your real life. That person will not give you the the full sense of joy. So then you rise up from there. Well, my, I'm not the I'm not different from others. So get up and busy yourself with what is important and what is life giving. So catechesis is my background. My preparation too is catechesis. And then I have a good spiritual guide when I was desiring to be a sister. And I said, when I began to ask me questions, my family were preparing to come to Canada and I was in college. You know, my father died already, but my mother was sponsored by my sisters. Blah blah blah. blah. So, are you staying here in the Philippines or come to us, Canada? So I said, I think I'm happy here because I have to finish my bachelor. Okay, the sisters are there. We'll just we don't have messenger then. (laughs) And when they call me, they have to use those cards. You know, those cards. Yeah, the (laughs) calling card. Five five dollars card calling card. So. (laughs) I did not really like miss my family because they would write to me and my my sister in Manila. So later on, my desire to do good, this is just simply made. I want to do good to young people. I want to make them like Dominic Savio to introduce them to Christ. It's like bearing children, you know, like it's like because all of us must be espoused, must be married. All of us must be married. Is my term. All of us must be married or the use for me, I, all of us must be espoused. You cannot live alone. You must espouse an idea. You must espouse a person. You must espouse God. If you have that other person in your life, you will never be sad. So when I was asked by my superiors, do you want to live this as your life to be a sister? So I have tried to answer these questions every year. I think I'm happy. Year by year, I was asked, do you like to be a sister? I think I'm happy. Nobody tells me that I'm bad. So I move on. You know, like when you study when you study first year, second year, your professor mm-hmm. will tell you, I think you're doing good. So you move on to the second year, to the third year, without knowing you're graduating, right, John? Yeah. <laughs> oh, see, okay. So when I graduated, what is next? And then they said, okay, when you graduate, oh, this is the application to be a postulant. Do you think I can do it? And they said, Yeah, you can do it. So I made an application. I want to be a postulant. I want to learn more how to be a sister. They said yes. They approved me. And then I went from postulancy to novitiate. And then afterwards, they said, oh, you can make your first profession. Are you ready to take the vow of poverty? What is poverty? Just to live simply. You know, you have everything. Live simply. Chastity. You have to live alone, but you are never alone. Alone in your affection with God, yeah? I can have affection to anyone. I can be I can be with boys, with girls, but I'm not clinging to anyone. Hmm? But mm-hmm. this is a journey. And then obedience, well, every day I have to obey to do my duties. So later on, these big questions were, were answered by my yes, daily yes. The big yes was answered. But the Lord puts them in small pieces every day. Little obedience says to so do your duty to forgive and to be happy, not to be lazy, to etc. So, and then I move on. And then um, in my, in, my ser- in being a sister, I thought we started a new school in Manila, in Laguna. And then they assigned me to go to Cebu to start a community there. Uh, they put me there because they said, you can be a trailblazer. With all your talents, Ooh. you know, like a trailblazer, uh-huh. and my language is Elongo, so Cibuano is close to my language, and so that was my golden years because I worked with the poor. Wow. I worked with the poor uh, uh, together with my sisters. So we were three. I started a school for you know making T-shirts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not doing it, but I have people. I' making T-shirts, and then uh, we started also. A course for for young women to earn you know how to make uh, manicure and pedicure because that's easy money that's easy mm-hmm. money so how did I know that by just observing the locality they have these uh, teachers but they are not well paid so I said can you work for me I don't know how to do this but can you teach young people so we produce t-shirts we do that I also learned how to make hollow blocks mm-hmm. by just looking and then I get person there that is good and you said yo she's the founder no no I just I'm interested to have skills for young people that are doable because the materials are there they're near the beach you know so Mm -hmm. at the same time became a principal a teacher and then later on with this we opened another another house so when the house is already doing well I they transferred me to Manila And then from Manila, I went to Rome. And after Rome, I came back to the Philippines. That's when Pinatubo, you know, the the volcano. And then afterwards, somebody said, my provincial said, oh, they're asking a missionary to go to Canada. And since your mom is there, your sisters are there, maybe you can try. And then if you don't like, you can come back. Mm -hmm. I said, oh, okay. And they assigned (laughs) me to uh, an Italian parish because I speak Italian. And then afterwards, when the Holy Father came in 2002, Pope John Paul, I went to Toronto. And then they said, we need a sister, a superior in Toronto. Cora, can you do it? I said, I'll try. I'll try. And so when I was in Toronto, um, I didn't have a job. I was jobless because you cannot enter into the academy because there is seniority and you have to study. You know, Canada is very picky with, courses, if you're a nurse, you cannot be a nurse automatically, you have to learn, you have to study so I said, I don't want to sit anymore I am 40, 50 years old or what, so I hang out in the human center in U of T I hang out there and uh, yeah, you know it's a Catholic, uh, Catholic mm-hmm. center, you know, I hang out Sister Cora hangs out, what do I do? <laughs> I stay with the Chinese group because they invited me mm-hmm. we have a Chinese sister and so I started mm-hmm. with them Every Thursday, just staying there. And of course, the nice thing is at the end, we do, we eat outside. We eat, there's a lot of rest there. So we Chinese and Greek. But my purpose is before that, before going out, they asked me to give a little good night, a good word. So hanging out with these young people, I became a presence. I became a friend. So it was not like I will go there as a friend. No, befriend one, interested in their story. And then little little by little, they come to me and sister asking me for this, asking about a girlfriend, asking for a boyfriend. (laughs) So (laughs) I am a do it all. But the fact is I'm a friend. I was a friend. And then I said, wow, these are young people that are, growing to be young adults. What will I offer? I cannot just stay here and hang out with them. There must be a program for them. So we started at Dukinaltum, mm-hmm. Toronto. And because I have like 75, eight, I was giving already talks everywhere. You know, this Chinese community, they have their Chinese leaders. They have their leaders in, in New York, in Western, in, uh, in U of T, in Ryerson, in uh, Masters. So I have this in my hand because they stayed with me in, in, in human center. There's the Ryerson there. It's like a hub for young yeah. adults. And so with this, uh, it's not only doing, but introducing them to prayer because they're thirsty for friendship.
1: <laughs>
3: I'm not there only to entertain them. The entertainment aspect of me is like just a facade. And the moment mm-hmm. they become my friend they ask important questions sister i i have this uh, problem i have this desire then i feed that with my own training so what is your desire mm-hmm. no and so at, side by side i do i give retreats in different high schools yeah. i go to micro power to Don bosco when Don Bosco was still was still alive. <laughs> now they closed the school. The, the, um St. Patrick's and then uh, St. Joseph's Morrow Park and uh, so many so many and without my knowledge I was training youth leaders in my own way you know okay. youth leaders and also propagating the name sedition sister because we are not known you know there are many, you. there were very few sisters working around. So when I was in Toronto, I was not wearing the veil. I was like Miss Corazon. Mm. Like wow. <laughs> I like, I was, <laughs> if you look at my Facebook, the older, old pictures I was using uh, lay clothes <laughs> because yeah. I could travel anytime, even midnight after midnight without danger, you know, like, uh, mm. because that's what the sisters were doing in Montreal. They have no habits, but coming to Vancouver, the archdiocese wants that sisters will wear habits. Mm -hmm. And I'm back to my normal self because in the Philippines, we have our habits. So, and then after 20 years in Montreal, Toronto and uh, Cornwall, they said, we are opening a house here in Surrey. And before that, we have three sisters already who became sisters from here because I came here to fish them. Mm -hmm. Uh, them. So one is with me, Sister April is in Florida and Sister Joyce is in New Jersey. So that's what I do since 20. 2010 my work for for youth is not only to entertain them but to make them leaders so that they will become like me (laughs) not me as aora but like me as a sister it's like cloning your spirit passing on passing on the spirit to them so that they will become leaders for young people Mm -hmm. i'm not doing much but i think i'm not only working for for young people to become sisters i'm also working for young people like you who will not become sisters but will become leaders spiritual leaders or just leader for yourself and to spread my virus it's not COVID, <laughs> but a virus of joy and the virus of the Salesian spirit so wow uh, of joy. so you don't need a vaccine the vaccine is, so the vaccine sick. is the Eucharist the va- yeah. I have boosters boosters are the boosters are devotion to Mary devotion to the church devotion to the holy Eucharist all these nice. things are, uh, yeah so I can make use of all these terminology. <laughs> This can, this can be understood. And my mask is a smile. Yeah. yeah the, smile, the smile attracts. Uh, the smile of COVID repels, right? Mm-hmm. But my uniform is the smile and sincerity. Like friendliness mm-hmm. to young people. To let them know that to travel in this world, uh, you are not alone. You have friends. Call me maybe. Or I am just a click away. <laughs> know. So my journey to holiness is it's not really like I'm holy, I'm I'm different from others. Holiness is doing what is ordinary mm-hmm. in an ex- extraordinary way with joy, with sincerity, with constancy, mm-hmm. with authenticity. You know, like I said, yeah. you know, I did not do it well, like try it. I forgot. To, I forget the time. I forget the time zone. Forgive me, and then move on. Move on, yeah. because this is life. If we live like that, they will say, "Oh, she did it too." So maybe we can do it. So, I, I am a happy sister. I can say that because people that I know say, "Sister, you are a happy person." Well, we, in order to be happy, there's a lot of abnegation behind it. You know, you have to forget yourself. If you're tired, mm-hmm. you just smile and then when people not all people like what I'm doing but too bad for you <laughs> you, miss, <yeah. laughs> you miss me <laughs> but you know they, are, they have the right to say what they think yeah? because mm-hmm. the devil is also working eh? the devil will put you in a situation where in you will make mistakes mm-hmm. but at this age of mine my mistakes are real and there's no mistake that cannot be fixed. Mm-hmm. Huh? As mm-hmm. long as you need time, you need preparation, you need humility and sincerity to say, come on, I'm not the only one in this life. you know. And I tell Jesus, this is your job. Help me. Fix it. So he is <laughs> Mr. Fix it. <laughs> <laughs> I try to be open to the spirit. Mm-hmm. I try to be... And also, there's a time... It does not mean that to work for holiness, you always have to be active. Mm
1: -hmm. There is
3: inertia at rest. There is inertia in motion, right, in physics. Mm -hmm. So I have to be comfortable with silence, with not doing doing things. Let others do it. Because if you think that you are really important, you want to fix everything, then Mm -hmm. pride will come. If the glory is given to the others, you'll say, that's because of me. I'm a band-aid girl. No, let mm-hmm. others have the glory because glory is distributed. Glory mm-hmm. does not remain only in one person. So um, we gain wisdom as we move along. I use this, I term this as wisdom, the wisdom of apostolate. Mm-hmm. So, and because we also have lots of trainings, lots of, Conferences, I attend events, I attend Rise Up, I attend Renew, I attend this, and I attend. That's how I gather people. That's how I meet people. Mm-hmm. And yesterday there was a, oh, I have your email because in Rise Up they told me your email <laughs> is this. I use it. Okay. That's the, that. the purpose of chat. <laughs> you know, you put there your So maybe my talk is like hitting all, all the the framework of life and uh, holiness, but it boils down only to my life is not, not all about me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My life is not all about me. My life is all about him. Mm-hmm. And then I try to find my center every day. My center is Jesus because I'm always behind him. Find my center, and I realize that I'm not perfect. I'm fragile, so I must need help every day. So, to be in front of the tabernacle is to be to receive heat, mm-hmm. receive his um, his love, and mm-hmm. to offer everything to him. What I do, Lord, this is your job. Fix it, and I'll give you to a teacher, Mary. And Joseph said, How about me? Okay, come on. <laughs> what about going me now? And uh, yeah, it's um it's a beautiful journey, I could really say, because I meet a lot of young people. Now with this virtual thing, I go global. Yes, yes you do. Yeah, yes. so natural. So whatever there, we, we use it in order to to do good. Mother yeah. Teresa said. Do good to people. <laughs> do something beautiful for others,
1: mm-hmm. and yeah. with
3: interest too. And do things for love. Yeah. And uh, in order to be real, let others have the limelight. I know sometimes I'm in the limelight, but inside me, it's not all about me. Mm-hmm. No the moment I put the band aid, I disappear. Let others come in. I am just a paramedic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the yeah. first aid is there. Let others do it, wow. because in the world today, our work is distributed. You know, you cannot yes. so that when people praise you, you'll say, "Oh, I did my." They did their part. Sometimes they forget you. It's okay, but the joy that is in me, nobody can take away. Yeah, mm-hmm. nobody so can beautiful. take away the joy. You know, True. like uh, yeah. I sleep. You know, when I sleep, I can't even finish a Hail Mary. I'm so wow. tired. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm so tired. Yeah, I cannot sleep. Whenever there is an activity, I don't go to sleep because my heart is still pounding. <gasps> okay, relax, relax. Okay. Deep light, deep light. The yeah. moment I, Hail Mary, full of grace, snore. <laughs> <laughs> but not all the time. Not all the time. Meaning to say, my day is full. I can be tired, but happy. Okay. It's just That's my beautiful. challenge, you know, like. When are you really exhausting yourself? Is it for you? Is it Netflix? Mm-hmm. Is it doing good to others? So even though I stay here, my mind is working. My mind is, what else, what else? And then at five o'clock, mm-hmm. 5.30, we have adoration. So that's the time when we're in, get heated by the Lord. Yeah. So did I go beyond the time? Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, honestly, you've been doing really amazing, sister. Um, we just wanted to ask you a few questions. If that's sure, okay sure. About okay, I'll just drink journey. first. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, sure. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's so awesome. To hear. <laughs> you're really on a roll. I think. Yeah. I think all that you're saying um, actually was speaking to a lot of the questions we're already going to ask you, which is great. Okay. Um, and. First though, sister, just thank you for sharing your story and your journey because it's really showed like from how you started off little and you had this like thirst for to know about God and the knowledge and like you kept saying little yeses which led to your big yes and with that big yes you could see other youth who are just like you, like us, who have a thirst for knowledge as well and how your yeses have really led to that, so thank you, sister. Um, yeah, actually, as a since you're super uh band aid girl, did I say that correctly? <laughs> oh, can you hear me? Yeah, I keep hearing off. Oh, did you not hear? No, no,
2: we heard um, you're good, you're good. to you keep keep going. Okay. Yeah. Keep going.
1: Yeah. Oh, actually, okay, so um, with your superpower with band aids, um, I was wondering. When you see a youth who is uh, lukewarm in their faith, or uh, they have some struggles in their faith, how
3: do you share the faith with them? Okay, um, I have met this kind of situation. Young people usually they don't they don't get excited like me, but because I have a big picture that youth are different. So when they are lukewarm. For example, you speak, when I give a retreat, not all young people are clapping their hands.
0: Hi everyone. So due to some things we caught during the editing process, we decided to do a quick recap of sister's story for you guys. So sister Cora was giving a talk uh, at a retreat to some high school students and some were rather skeptical about what she had to say and what she was presenting. And during a certain conversation, she saw that one of the students, who was acting as the leader, asked if she's going to make him take his headphones out, like how some other teachers have. And she realized that this question was actually a way in which a student was gauging if he should trust her. So cleverly, she said that he didn't need to take his headphones out, but to just make sure that her voice was louder than his music, so that she could still be heard over what he's listening to. And. Though this was a small interaction, Sister says that this was a way in which she was able to reach the student where he was at because they were able to bond over music they both enjoyed. And when she would speak during the retreat, he actually tells all his friends to take their headphones out uh, so that they can listen to her. And in this, she gains his respect and his trust. And with that, we will get back to the episode. So that's
3: just one example. Mm-hmm. If they're lukewarm, they're not really bad this yeah. is what is being founded in our mind as a solution no young person is bad they are bad yeah. because of certain situations that make them turn up like that so find the goodness find yeah. the goodness in them mm-hmm. if they like music club music so this is what also uh, what Don Bosco said um in order to befriend young people uh you must love what they love. I said this in many talks yeah. I right now. Love yeah. what they love and later on they will love what you love. Mm-hmm. They love music, love music, even though it's not perfect. They love sports, play a, one kind of sports. You cannot play everything. So they were one young young adults that there, there was a time when they were trying doing there was the Olympics, you know, Olympics, yeah. curling, curling. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Oh he said, sister, let's try curling. I don't know curling. I don't know curling. But in Toronto, there are curling places, right? So I said, let's go. Let's go. So I went with them. Uh, So I learned to call the stone, you know, the broom. So I tried it too. They paid for me. Of course, I did not finish everything. I'll just try. I'll just try. So they took a picture. picture. (laughs) Sister Cora loves curling. Yay. So. Yay. He will (laughs) Um, always they will always excuse you for not doing it the best but the fact that you welcome to learn with them yeah that that's for them a win you know mm-hmm. so, uh, for lukewarm people befriend them just be honest with them or if they don't talk don't talk papa don't preach mm-hmm. yeah you know and then mm-hmm. uh, you sit with them like uh, I gave a retreat to grade 12 students, mm-hmm. boys and girls, and it so happened that my table is among boys. These are East European boys, you know, the Michael Power kids are like A students, you know, like very good. So I was eating there, there are boys, you're thinking, what conversation will I start? I of mm-hmm. tell them, well, you know, God said in 10 command, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Let's so this voice okay and they were talking about movies about i said hey what's your latest movie that you Ooh. watched okay who will say no to that it is their world right mm-hmm. so they were saying that time um um uh, the answer by the way sister what's your favorite what's your latest okay so i said ff <laughs> i remember this i don't know the story i and furious oh my gosh and goodness. then they said Stop. sister they try me sister what number seven They tried to oh. oh maybe that time it was only five the seven is like latest sister you watch them and so you know the tendency of the body when they are interested they yeah <laughs> <I'm> like <"Whoa." laughs> what do you like what do you like in vin diesel oh. vin diesel then that time, like Walker died. Oh, yeah. yeah. died. Spoiler. Yeah. Just kidding. You know, my favorite, really, my favorite, because I watch when I go home to my sister. That's we watch action movies. What do you do? You don't watch Ten Commandments. Hello, you don't watch this. You, my brother-in-law likes. So I, you, I, I used to watch these things with a filter of postulate. Mm-hmm. One time I said Fast and Furious. One boy said that was in another uh another situation sister you don't use the word fast and furious just say ff so wow. i, okay. I so ff what number five let's say just random that conversation started why do you like number one. Oh, i like that when you know when the car went to the bridge and then you know like <laughs> and also i like the fact that when he he had he was snowboarding and then he went to the you know the tower you know the coward, mm. uh, the and then the the avalanche.
1: Yeah, that was... sister, okay. you like that? Thanks.
3: I like it. Okay. And so, how about you? What do you, What do you yeah. like? About you? Sister, don't watch Deadpool, okay? Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> you are the ones telling me. It's like <laughs> I don't know these things. Why? Because there's a lot of cursing there. Ah, okay. So I don't. know. So they, they like, they protect you, but then Aww, you, they you. You, you, you present yourself as if they are teaching you. Yeah, when I, yeah. And then I went, I come home. I tell the sister, how do you know these things? Kids. Kids. Learn from them. You learn from them. They take care. Yeah. the fact that they said, don't watch that, the more I'm curious. <laughs> don't watch it because there's so many curses. One time the boy, one boy said four letter word. And the boy said, hey, you're in front of God. aware they are aware that your presence tells them to be good i Mm -hmm. said i like that see you do that no more anymore sister i will always remember they're in front of me and you're i am in front of that good you see
1: so that's what i
3: do Mm with people that are lukewarm. try to discover what they like I am not always successful in doing that. So just keep quiet. Shut up. You don't always present your market. But then when I'm quiet, they're interested. Sister, what do you say? Then you say. Uh... Because if you always take the first step, some people are turned off by that. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I just don't do anything, but just be there. Next time I go, next time. God always has his own time. Mm-hmm. And then in general, for young people that are lukewarm, if you have a project, invite them. So in Toronto, I have mm-hmm. uh, out of the cold, you know, we give this yeah. food yeah. to the homeless. So I invite them. You want to join us? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll ask my mom. You don't talk about God. You talk about giving. And then mm-hmm. at the end, I gather them together in Queen Street. There's a park there yeah. in front of the like an anglican church there i gather take away so what did you like best in your in your in our activity so because i am invited by some some groups to accompany them for their for out of the cold project I, they are not my kids like the legion of mary of st agnes the boy scout the explorers they invite me because if there's a sister with them they are safe in visiting this uh, you know places Mm -hmm. where there are drug addicts so what is your oh i realized that i have a lot so i will try to appreciate what my parents are giving me and not to waste something Mm -hmm. like that you don't talk about god Mm -hmm. but they talk about life i said i like that you are capable of of uh, reflecting on your life so if you can do that we'll do it again today come so Mm-hmm. and for those who are not lukewarm give them a higher kind of food
1: yeah Ooh, that's good. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. wow that's and so i think ten,
3: yeah. these are just my experiences <laughs> you know i'm not inventing but i can tell you more <laughs> <That's
0: good. laughs> maybe this might yeah, seep into a our example. next question yeah Oh, yeah. uh, sister throughout all your answers you actually like nonchalantly would answer some of our yeah. other questions for you, uh, like such as like uh, what you do to youth to relate to them or like how you evangelize. So mm-hmm. we're actually on our last question now. And um, we like to ask this to each of our guests because the name of this podcast is Desire for Holiness. So we wanted to ask you if you have any practical tips in growing a desire for holiness. To
3: desire for holiness. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you have an experience of bonfire, right? Bonfire. Yeah. To be holy, stay close to the fire.
0: Oh, okay.
3: It has a meaning, right? Yeah. you want to be holy, stay close to the fire. And the fire is Jesus. Mm -hmm. Because you're out in the cold. Stay close. Stay close to the fire. Be interested in the subject matter of holiness. So learn your faith. Then your catechesis some people don't even open the UCAT
0: yeah
3: and there's so many so many sites about catechesis but don't just stay on devotion devotion to the rosary devotion to the to the um, um, chaplet devotion to this these are good devotion mm-hmm. but what really is the core of the fire is catechesis is theology is your mm-hmm. catechism you must know Jesus who is he you must know him you know like uh, you must know the church if you are an adult learn your church history if you want to be to to desire for holiness check the subject matter of your journey it's not all devotion you can have the chaplet but you don't understand the passion for the sake of his beloved passion you sing it 30 minutes but do you understand what is the passion Hmm. true <laughs> you want to be holy and you like to say the rosary, but do you un- do you know who is Mary? Do you know the mysteries of it's not the mystery of Mary, it's the mystery of Jesus yeah with Mary, the joyful, the sorrowful there. so stay close to the fire mm-hmm. number two, it's not all about you. Yeah. the life is not all about you, so don't put also, always yourself the subject matter is I, I, I it should be we they. Three, must realize that you are weak. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: You're not always a superpower person. Yeah. There are other superpowers, so humility. So I recommend also a practice before going to bed examine, examine of consciousness, to touch base with the reality of your life. Don't analyze your sins, because that's examination concept. Analyze number one, what good did I do today? Mm -hmm. to make Jesus smile so maybe three what am I thankful today gratitude and what can I do better tomorrow Mm -hmm. so then make a little plan tomorrow I better wake up early I will not procrastinate (laughs) because these are very youthful uh, resolutions (laughs) you know I will do that and I will ask forgiveness I will avoid this and then I will praise myself too. And if you do something good, price yourself. Reward yourself. When I was in Toronto and I did something, I finished my what whatever I do. I go to Bay Street and there is a, an ice cream parlor there. I sit down and I eat one scoop. This is cool. You know, like <laughs> This is cool. And I go to St. Basil there. There's a, a church there.
1: Yeah.
3: Just walk in, in Bay Street. You know, like window shopping. Just to just to see people, to see, and I observe people when they are sad, lonely, and I pray for them, and I go back. So, Mm -hmm. as I said, no, be close to the fire. This is very uh, figurative. Stay close to the fire. Mm -hmm. It's not all about you. Number three, um, what did I say? It's not all about you. Oh, examine. Examine. Yeah. And be humble and always mm-hmm. do good the last is be kind yeah be kind anything that you do always do it with even though you tell the truth but then you say it rashly it's not good <laughs> 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 right And say you are you did this but when you say you know what i saw that you are doing like this maybe you can. we can do we can do better yeah there's a way, wrap it with kindness, even though it's true, but if it's said gently, it tastes good. Yeah. It tastes good. <laughs> yeah, it tastes good. <laughs> we must always be kind and see the feeling of others. If you are not prepared to mm-hmm. say it, don't say it because you just spoil.
1: Yeah.
3: Say, because this is true. Not all truth should be said right now. Find mm-hmm. the time. That's what you call prudence. Or tact. Yeah. You mm-hmm. have to be tactful. And before doing it, you have to discern. So this is it. <laughs> Learn great. to discern when is the right time. Is it the right time? Is it the right word? Is it the right way? Or, or I am prepared to say it. Because mm-hmm. it's not by emotion that we can conquer people. No, yeah. we have always to ask for the light of the spirit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. holiness stay close to the fire uh, check your devotions if your devotion Mm -hmm. makes you busy but you don't study your catechism that is that is like frills.
0: and then if you know the
3: passion, the paschal mystery, then do the chaplet you know the mysteries of the rosary, learn why is it that there is the glorious mystery the sorrowful, the luminous so go back to your bible and learn if you don't know, go to the website. There is uh, Father Nick who has a Bible in a year. You know, like there are so many Father Mike, yeah. Uh, Father, not Father Nick, Father Mike, um, <laughs> Bible in a year, I'm but doing that. like feed feed yeah. your thirst and hunger for the Lord, and then afterwards make a practical plan for your own growth. Mm-hmm. For example, this podcast is your your project. Continue doing it. There will come a time you hit a snag, you're not, you think you're not doing well. And let let it stay. Put that in front of the blessed sacrament and say, Lord, what else can we do? Who else to invite? Mm No. There's always that humility there that you are not doing alone. You're not alone. You're you're asking help from the angels from God. This is not my job, Lord. It's yours. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hmm. they answer well. You yes, did. Mr. <laughs> yeah, very, very,
2: very, very complete. I mean, this is fantastic. <laughs> this it is. is. This is <laughs> fantastic. Mm-hmm. We didn't really do much. You answered all our questions yeah. before before we even asked them. It's really yeah, you, it you understood. What you understood what you needed to say. So it was great. No, this is <laughs> a fantastic episode so far. And like, thank you for sharing all your wisdom with us. Like, this was great. I think a, pe- a lot of people need to hear this too. Yeah. Um. Thank you. So, so as we, I think, start, So we're going to be closing the episode soon. But would you like to lead us in a closing prayer before we do?
3: Oh, sure. Okay. You know, I will bring you to the to the gospel today. Okay. You remember the gospel today? It's about Jesus who went to the synagogue and he was offered a scroll and. The first word there, this is taken from Isaiah, actually, Isaiah 11. And the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. And then he continued and the, the prisoners are freed. You know, the, the people are released from their pain. And then when he sat down, he said, and this is happening right now. So I just stopped on the word. In other words, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. So Lord, make us aware that it is not about us. It is the spirit, your spirit, that is poured over us, making us warriors for good, warriors for the faith, and warriors of purity. Make us strong. Make us audacious. Make us sincere, humble, and generous. So that we can allow the spirit to create a bonfire of joy around us. Each one of us has a spark. Each one of us has a light. But if we put together all our sparks, we can create a bonfire of joy, of faith, of energy. That can change us from tepid, weak servants to courageous disciples of the word. Let us remember, Lord, that we are not alone. You are with us. And we have lots of strengths because you give us your mom. You give us Jesus. You give us the father to strengthen us and our favorite saints. And when we die, they will welcome us in heaven. Help us, Lord, to be ready and willing to be like you, to evangelize, to spread the word so that the little that we do may grow into a big tree that can bear fruit, so that others may come and enjoy the fruits of the Spirit that you gave us. We ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Mary, help of Christians. Pray for us in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And Lord bless mm-hmm. these three people, the Trinitarian, <laughs> the Trinitarian team, who continue <laughs> to, to spread your word in their own ways. Amen.
1: Amen. Mm-hmm. Thank you, sister.
3: <laughs> You're welcome.
1: Thank you so much. Um, Amen. To carry on to the challenges from this episode, Sister Cory gave so many good ones. Um, one that she did mention before the podcast was to pray for vocations, to be mm-hmm. able for even each youth to find their path, um, and say Hail Mary for this, because like she said earlier, Mama Mary is really helpful. Um, as well, we can reflect on our gifts and how we can use them for the Lord Uh, We could find joy in something small in everyday life. Uh, We can stay close to the fire by learning more about, because it's catechesis and doing a nightly examine. So there are a whole list and sister mentioned (laughs) them, but we can, you know, step by step, you know, choose something to
3: just grow holy and grow in holiness. And if your leader hearers would like to connect with me, you can also put there my contact email. Perfect, yes. we, will we, will. <laughs> we will do that. Our and uh, your website, you know, salutationsisterscanada.com. Sure. sure, yeah,
2: we will put your information in the description sure. so there sure, sure. and contact you if they ever need any help of any kind. <laughs> <laughs> Sister Cora probably has like just this is like a short sample size of the knowledge the wisdom <laughs> that she amazing. has <laughs> but she's got That's a lot of, a yeah. of wisdom there's so many there's so
3: many to unpack right but mm-hmm. just pack just get one and then unpack it that is mm-hmm. like size exactly it's a not will up indigestion
2: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we can't be doing yes. that. That's not a good, not a no. good thing. <laughs> okay. One thing at a time. So, one thing at a time. Okay, so to close our episode, like we always do, we're gonna share some beautiful words from our patron Saint Teresa of Lucia. Holiness consists simply in doing God's will and being just what God wants us to be. So with that, we're to close. Thank you so much, the for joining us, and we hope you guys have a wonderful day. See you guys. <laughs> God bless. God bless. Bye. Thank Bye. you. Bye. <laughs>